and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? I wonder how many of you listening to this podcast today grew up in church or grew up around Christian people, maybe in a youth group, uh, and you may have learned the song that's a part of the hymn history for today. As we end this podcast week, I often like to go to a hymn history to be encouraging to us. And the one that I've chosen for today is one that probably most of you, if well, especially as a child or if your children are listening, are familiar with the song, Jesus Loves the Little Children. That's our hymn for today that we're going to look at. It's one of the songs that children learn uh, at their churches, often in their little primary church, junior church or something, maybe even in the child care uh, this song is actually probably, well, not probably, it's the second most popular uh, song that children learn next to, guess what it would be, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Uh, this song also, Jesus Loves the Little Children, can be considered a prayer or a hymn or something of that nature, but I want us to look a little bit at Jesus Loves the Little Children in the background behind it. Luke chapter 18 and verse 16 today, let the little children come unto me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Uh, everybody Almost everybody probably knows this song, but not very many people understand the core of the uh, words that were originally written to this to this melody. Uh, many people don't even realize that the music, the melody itself, was originally written to be a civil war song, uh, one that was written to uh, communicate something about the war that was going on. Well, the music itself was written by a man named George Frederick Root, R-O-O-T. He was actually born in the town of Sheffield, Massachusetts, and he was born there in 1820. Uh, from a very young age, he demonstrated that he had a, a, a real talent and skill for musical instruments. In fact, by the age of 13, he boasted that he could play 13 different instruments, he just had a gift and knack for it. Well, as he grew into young adulthood, uh, he taught music in Boston. He taught in New York. He composed music. He even served as a church organist. He was just uniquely gifted. Well, in 1855, we read that he offered a song called Rosalie the Prayer Flower to his publisher, for a huge, what would have been a huge sum of money, it was $100. But the publisher uh, didn't think it would be worth that much, and so uh, offered Root a royalty plan instead. And in time, because the melody was, of course, copyrighted, uh, Root grossed thousands of dollars from that uh, song that he wrote called Rosalie, and that set him up financially to be able to do that full-time. Uh, for his for his living, well, George Frederick Root uh, was deeply affected by the outbreak of the Civil War, 1860, and he really used his gifts to help advance the Union war effort here in the North. Uh, he was really a classical composer and was literally embarrassed by a lot of times the simple martial 
uh, music that came from his pen. And so not wanting all the time for his name to be identified with some of the songs that he was writing, the tunes that he was writing, because he felt that they were so simplistic uh, and not complex at all, he would sign his work with the name Wurzel, W-U-R-Z-E-L. Uh, that's the German word for root. Uh, among his most popular pieces was a song entitled Tramp, Tramp, Tramp. It went like this. In the prison cell I sit, thinking mother dear of you and our bright and happy home so far away. And the tears they fill my eyes, spite of all that I can do, though I try to cheer my comrades and be gay. Tramp, 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 the boys are marching. Cheer up, comrades, they will come. And beneath the starry flag we shall breathe the air again of the free land in our own beloved home. You can kind of hear the lilting melody that's there, even though I did not sing it per se, but you can hear the melody there that it was renamed later on. Uh, and actually those words that he wrote disappeared after a while, but the melody hung on in people's minds. And there was a minister that lived at, towards, uh, at the end of that war and a little bit later on, about 1895 or so. Uh, his name was Herbert Wollston. He was a lyricist whom Root would often uh, need uh, to write new verses and choruses. Well, that's what Mr. Uh, Pastor Wollston did. He was a minister, and that's how the Civil War ballad that Root had written about a soldier in prison became one of the most popular children's choruses in history. The melody was designed to highlight the peril of a imprisoned soldier, but the words itself were forgotten, and the melody became what we know to know it to be today, and that is Jesus calls the little children, come to me and never fear, for I love the little children of the world. I will take you by the hand, lead you to the better land, for I love the little children of the world. Now, you probably have never heard that stanza, but that's actually the first stanza to the song that's connected to, uh, to which the chorus is connected, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Let me read you the second stanza that Pastor Woolston wrote. Jesus is the shepherd true, and he'll always stand by you, for he loves the little children of the world. He's a savior, great and strong, and he'll shield you from the wrong, for he loves the little children of the world. And then the chorus repeats, Jesus loves the little children. And then the last stanza of the song, as it was originally written, uh, says this, I am coming, Lord, to thee, and your soldier I will be, for you love the little children of the world. And your cross I'll always bear, and for you I'll do and dare, for, for you love the little children of the world. Jesus loves the little children. Indeed, he does, does he not? 
that day when all of the children were flocking around our Lord, which is telling in and of itself. They wanted to be with Him. They wanted to experience His presence. And I think the Lord delighted in that. As a matter of fact, it was a bit annoying to the disciples that day in the book of Luke, chapter 18. And the disciples thought that they needed to shield and protect the master, the teacher, from being annoyed uh, and bothered by those children that came to Christ. So, so much so that Jesus, our Lord, had to turn and say to them, leave them alone. You let those little children come to me, for of such is the kingdom of God. You know, I believe the Lord delights in those who come with that childlike faith, that simple faith that doesn't understand everything, but knows who is the lover of their soul and who cares for them. Uh, that's who's going to be in heaven, is it not? Not those who are intellectually powerful, not those who are who are deep in their reasoning, but the people who have simple childlike faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's who has their sins forgiven. That's who's in a right relationship with God because it's a childlike dependence on His promises and His person. God bless you today. Make sure you find yourself in a house of worship this coming Lord's Day. Make it a point. Get out of bed. Uh, stretch yourself and grow in your walk with the Lord because He does love those that in childlike faith come to Him. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Walk with the Lord and look forward to His return.